This podcast contains explicit content, language, and sexual situations. It is intended for adults 18 years of age and older. Views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are not those of any specific employer, group, or individual. Fed up with the rat race, we decided to sell everything and move to Cancun, Mexico. Now we do what we love. Work, party, and play at the Desire Resort. After 15 years in the lifestyle together, we thought we saw it all, but we were so wrong. So wrong. Oh my God, so wrong. Now we want to share the fun that we get to have every day. So come to room 77. Let's play. All right, then we started. I don't know how I'm going to do. I'm just not feeling great, and I don't want to be Debbie Downer. This is I'm already off. You're so off. Here's one of the things that, that threw me off. The other day for Twitter, we took a picture of you and I on the beach, and don't <laughs> laugh at me. We took a we had the we took a picture we had the lifeguard take a photo of us and I was like I'm gonna be in the photo because usually I'm too insecure to be in the photos and we took a picture of me and it's my backside I don't know why you never told me that I was falling apart bit by bit I look like a melting candle I'm sure you see it a lot more than I do your backside well yeah I mean me walking away and you have to at some point go oh that's not looking great. <laughs> I had told you that several nights earlier, I had a dream. I I looked in in the mirror and I looked at me from behind and what I saw was ghastly. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so Charles Dickens of you. I love it. Right. And then, and then it happened. It came true. But that's happens with you all the time. Just so that the the listener knows he's part psychic. Mostly Italian, part psychic. Part just a smidge, like a a little bit of a pinky. Yeah, but this is what I do know. I'm finding the nearest tanning bed. I googled it already. Oh, good. Well, then let's let's go tomorrow. Certainly check and see what the hours are. I'm done. I want a five hour session in the in the booth. This is what I saw when we looked at the photo. I was almost the same color as the white sanded beach. I did some rework to my butt in Google Photos. Photoshopped yourself? Um, I took out some nastiness. With the, what, blur? Yeah, yeah. I had to. You know, I saw an app when I was looking for... If the app isn't called Better Ass on Naked Beach? <laughs> no! It's almost as bad. You can put abs on yourself. I'm done. I want that app now. I know! I downloaded it. I'm not gonna lie. Alright, I want it. You can't do the ab part. You can only do shrinky dink. But if you want to add the ab... And that's like an extra cost. I'll pay whatever. If I, <laughs> I could, just wanted to try it. If I could just never go to the gym and use apps to talk to everybody, I just have an avatar. Uh-huh. I mean, that's the future, right? Yeah. So use avatars for everything, meeting. And then in the swinging world, we just meet up in a dark place. <laughs> that would be funny. Hi, I'm Jeff. Oh, I'm Karen. Hey, Karen. We met online. Let's do this. Okay. Don't turn on the light. All right. Speaking of coming out of the dark, this is kind of a difficult subject for us because we want to share with our listener our backstory. So 2016, we were at Desire. We did the workshop for two months. Yes. Right? They wanted us for three and uh, we couldn't do it. We were just like, this is exhausting. We missed our dogs so much, went home and we were super depressed and we compared it to the rat race and, and doing all this stuff, which everybody has to do. Yeah. But we had this window of opportunity to be able to come back and, and do it. And we sold everything and we left. We left with, with nothing. With a, 18 a, boxes. 18 boxes of stuff or the, the money from selling everything. And we're going to have to figure it out because yeah. we don't have enough money to retire. No, um, <laughs> I wish. So we got to figure something out. And that's how this all started. 
the a lot of people ask me what was the final straw what was the thing that kicked you in the butt to do it and I'm always like well uh, we had a health scare that's what I say and they go you or him and I said him but everything's okay I'm dying we're all dying oh so who knew oh I'm curious. Okay, that part's See, done. That's not information I had before. Okay, that part of the episode's over. I asked the doctor, am I dying? And he said, yes. <laughs> no, but I did ask the doctor. I said, uh, I got this diagnosis or whatever. I was like, um, wait, is this serious? And it doesn't matter what he said afterwards, but the, the beginning of the sentence started like this. Um, <laughs> when you ask a doctor... Any serious question, the last thing you want to hear the sentence start with is, um, turns out, like always. Dying. I was dying. (laughs) But when something like that happens, you reevaluate life and you're like, listen, what do I need? Not a lot. What do I want? To be happy. Mm -hmm. And in order for us to be happy truly, I think that we're just, I want to be 100% who I am. I want to meet people. I want them to ask me questions. I want everyone to know about this world. I want everyone to come to desire and feel the magic here. I want people to... I want them to book through us so we can make 10%. So want that. Is that greedy? I also want my Malibu Strings bikinis, but... Malibu Strings, they come in a box, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, And But here's what the... But you're right. To shorten up your point is you start to think, what the fuck are we doing, man? This is stupid. We're just we're rolling around trying to find money to live and and pay the mortgage and we're miserable. Why are we not naked on a beach somewhere having sex? All of us, not just us, right. the entire fucking world. At some point you do go, come on, everyone have some fun. We only have so many years. We're a blip. Like it's just Boop. gone. We meet a lot of people. We rub a lot of naked people. It's no surprise to anybody really what we look like or what you look like or anything like that. But a lot of people have questions about us and like a lot of other people in this lifestyle that have kept most of our backstory kind of private because it's private. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're so used to keeping it private. Yeah, and a lot of people. It's not really relevant in our life here. I think a lot of people want to be out and saying, this is who I am. This is where I came from. You can look me up. If you don't like it, go to hell. Yeah. But a lot of people can't do that because Mm-mm. they have families and children and school and jobs and all of these things that we fortunately right now put ourselves in a situation where we don't have to worry about those things. So we're not saying to anybody, you're less than because you're keeping a secret. We're saying that we know how difficult it is. Yeah. And we know that it, it, it makes you sometimes feel yucky inside because it's, it is being in the closet about something. Yeah. There is a big part of yourself and your life and your identity that you are keeping secret to a lot of people that you care about, love about, not necessarily even want to be with them sexually. You just want to be able to share these things. And when these people come to the hotel that are like-minded, no one can stop talking to one another because they <laughs> don't get a chance to talk to like-minded people and express all that. Express all I've of never thought all of that. that stuff. So they just sort of explode on one another and let it out. And it's beautiful and it's wonderful. I've never thought about it like that. I have all the time. I actually heard someone say that once. They were like, it's so nice to be able to talk about this with people. Right. It's such a touchy thing. 
Yeah, but people want to know. We decided that we want to be upfront and honest and share all of who we are. Just to catch up our listener, we went through an incident last month. We we had befriended a couple. Uh, you know, every couple has their sort of their narrative. Yeah. We, how you got in the world or how long you've, whatever. Whatever your sort of thing is. We're the couple that always comes with the, the funny hats or whatever. Everybody has their narrative. Like our narrative is we moved to Mexico. <laughs> sold and it all. Sold it all. Moved to Mexico to do this at Desire Resorts. And that's what we do. That's sort of our mantra. Yay. Yay. And this couple, their, their narrative, how would you put it? The cornerstone of their existence is how damaged their life was when their friends and or family found out that they were swingers and that they were in the lifestyle. And we befriended them. And, and it turned out that this couple was telling our secrets to strangers. Yeah. And we were confronted with that about a month ago. And it, it made us pretty upset because we were like, you know, out of all people that should understand this sort of... Anonymity. Anonymity and keeping secrets, it should be you guys. And here is someone confronting me with our personal lives and our past told by this person who wound up being completely hypocritical and cannot keep a secret. We had a suspicion, could not be trusted, and uh, really hurt us. I don't like to use a podcast or social media as a weapon. I think it's, it's cowardice. It's too easy. Yeah, it's the easy shot. Because you have a bullhorn and you're screaming and the other person's not here to defend themselves. But in this situation, it's warranted to at least bring up the, the reason why. Because it, it, it was literally something that made you cry. And when I see you cry, um, I get angry. I get really angry. And uh, I want to lash out. And I want to I strike back. Yeah, I know. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. They don't have any photos out there. You can't find a photo of this person. You can't find their names. You can't find out anything about them. It, it was sort of in that moment that I'm like, these people are just absolute hypocrites and invisible to me now. And how do you strike back at somebody who says, I'm, we're out, we're out, and everybody knows who we are, and our life was ruined. And the reason that I stopped is because it would have done real damage. Yeah. We don't want to be that. People ask us, and we're very vague. Yeah. And I don't want to be vague anymore because I don't want dick bags to tell my secret to other people. And we figured the best way to resolve all of this is to take away the power. Yeah. Take the power away from anybody who holds anything over us, which is our past, where we came from. Just let the world have it. Let them judge whether they want to throw stones at us or Tarn they want to... I'm into that. I'm okay with it. Or rose petals. They oh, want to throw rose petals. Nice. So it's up to them or, or him or her, whoever our listener is. But uh, I mean, here, here we go. Uh, my name is Richard. My name is Lauren. Our past is... We is, moved from LA. We moved from Los Angeles, California. I used to be an A-list movie star. Am I... <laughs> It's a little exaggerated. A little exaggerated? Yeah. I was Vogue's top fashion model. No, you weren't. I was not. You were not. I wasn't. But you were a model. I was. And I sold, you know, lots of shit on TV. You did. You you were a model. You did a lot of commercials. You did a lot of print work. You were with Ford and Wilhelmina, and you traveled the world modeling. And it's kind of an exciting thing for people to know. Me, I was on television for for years, movies, you know, mediocre at best, I guess. Oh, come on. Well, it's true. I mean, Listen, it's you were successful. I'm not here to defend my pathetic career. I mean, I'm not. I, mean, I know, I know. I know. It, it doesn't I just, matter. I the point so is, is career up until, I guess, 2010, then things started to sort of fall apart. 2013, I was curled up in fetal position, <laughs> crying in the shower. And then, and then, you know, that's sort of what led to us 
leaving uh, Los Angeles because it's it's uh, as you get older, it just gets harder and harder. And I was miserable, and you were miserable seeing me miserable. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, let's be honest. It's it's not easy being a forty year old model either. Like no. doing commercials, it was. No, I was in that sweet spot between birth control, arthritic medicine, mm -hmm. and depends. I would have loved to have seen you do. I urinated all over myself. <laughs> oh I would my have God. loved to have seen that ad. So you had asked me at the end, you were like, what do you want to do more? We can't have you curled up on the bed crying because you didn't get that guest spot on Love Boat. So you're like, what do you want to do? And I said, I just, I want to be naked and doing something sexual. It's my only other passion. And... You were like, do you want to? I mean, yeah, I think let's do it. And it was nothing shy of the hardest thing that our, I think our marriage has ever been through. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, why is this important to us and to others, really? Well, I think when you have um, information about a person or a couple, even as much as I've heard people say, oh my God, I, they're from the same city we live in. Exactly. Even something as vague as the city. Exactly. It gives you information about those people. What does information do? It gives you an insight into who they are. You might find out who they are. And, and we're so used to keeping the lifestyle world and the regular world, if you will, separate that it, it just freaks us out. We, we want those to remain completely separate. So... Keeping a secret was always super duper important to us because we were always in the lifestyle and in the entertainment industry at the same time. Now, look, we have it a little bit easier, right, than everybody else, right? We sold everything. Sold we, everything. We sold our old life and we opened a new chapter. Right. We want to tell you the old chapter. If you want to read it, you can. If you don't, I don't care. Yeah, go to town, go on Google. You are not going to find any pictures of Lauren because they're all replaced with Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> When you type in Richard's wife, <laughs> when there is that much information out there about you, about anyone, you feel really vulnerable. All your successes, all your failures, your family, your friends, really bad pictures, stupid stuff you, you might have said or claimed, or you give people ammunition. But at the same time, we're taking the ammunition away from people like person A, who in this situation tried to use it to pick up a younger, some young girl. Yeah. Right. We hold a lot of secrets for other people. Other people. We meet a lot of people who are in the public life. They confide in us. They have some kick-ass cool jobs. Some of them very public though, right? Yeah. Where there is a Google Google ability factor. With my life, you can Google me all the way back to probably 1995, 96, mm -hmm. right? There are thousands of photos of me online starting with Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. It started in 1996, 97. Now, weren't you on 902-101 first? That was actually, I did that before. But this moment for you, because it means something to you, right? It's not like you're doing it for a reason that means something to you. Not not because you're divulging a secret that everyone wants to know about. No. It's meaning, meaning something. No, I, I don't want anyone else ever to have the power over me. And I want to be able to speak freely. I want to be able to say when we were back in LA that one time at that party and that was crazy. I want to be able to say those things uh, freely. No, I get it. I just think that it's important to say it out loud that, you well, know. Well, it's definitely it's, not to fucking brag. No, I mean, it's just, it feels um, important and I feel like you kind of glazed over it. That's all. I am glazed over. Hold on. I just got a text from Ryan Reynolds. I didn't. <laughs>
Oh, God. The other thing is, is where we're going with all of this. Our dream is to go to a Zac Efron orgy, preferably sooner rather than later. Yeah. Well, maybe a little bit later because we need to get on our tans and also anti-gravity. Well, that's what I'm saying sooner. I can't age anymore. But we have to take what's happening right now and we need to fix it. I don't know what that means, but I'm just looking for Zac Efron's orgy parties. We used to drive around in Studio City, California, looking for orgies that Zac Efron was having. Oh, my God. Even walking. I'm like, have you seen him? Did you see him? Is that him? Now we heard about We don't know if they're true. Oh, they're true. You don't know if they're true. Make- I heard it from a makeup artist. They know everything. Okay. Where are we going? We want to build this thing into something that's fun. We don't want to do it in a way that's slick or gimmicky. We just want to provide entertainment and a good time. Back in the entertainment industry in the podcast world. Yeah. I mean, basically, right? Welcome back to the shit storm of entertainment. Good God. But we don't want anything to do with it. I'm not, I'm not dealing with that this time. Mm-mm. I'm not dealing with it anymore. If I smell it, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out, Jeff. <laughs> and we could fail miserably. Well, I'll just... It's easier said than done to um, believe in your heart and not listen to other people. And this could be applied in any gamut of things. But um, that's their perception. Like whenever people make a failure of a career personal, Mm -hmm. especially in acting, (laughs) It's like, oh, you have no idea how stupid it is and how hard it, you know. And how many moving parts. Yeah, and and I think that's my biggest fear is like, you suck. All right, well, good. You go try it. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck, Jeff. Oh, God. Good luck. Um, uh, That's probably my biggest biggest fear. I've been reading this book. It's called uh, Fostering Your Passion. It's really good. Now, I found out that it's really geared towards women. Yes. Turns out you can read it as a man. You just have to take out some of the stuff about how awesome of a woman I am. <laughs> it's, it's been really helpful because, um, you know, this passion that I had for, for acting and, and show business all started back when I was 16, 17 years old. And you sort of forget what to do. It's like starting a whole new life over again. I don't know. It's, it's, it's really helping. It, it makes you make everything sort of clear and concise and what your goals are, what what's important, and how to build on what your passion is. This is definitely a passion, as, as silly as it sounds, but it is. I like that it has the little workbook part. Yeah, I don't fill the stuff out. I don't know, but it, maybe it's just because I'm an A++ student. But you can, I like you can write notes in there. I like that. I'm not very good at that part. i, like I got to be honest. Everything is right up here <laughs> in my brain, it's locked in. <laughs> Anyway, that's us. If you want to share who you are, drop us an email. Your secret is safe with us. If there's anything you want to get off your chest, we get it. This is really personal for us, and we hope you appreciate us going out on a limb a little bit because we do feel super vulnerable now. It's kind of scary. So we hope you can... Support us. Um... Financially. <laughs> God. We need a sugar daddy. No. Let's get a sugar daddy. Uh, what about a sugar mama? Don't be sexist. All right, sugar mama. I don't care. Zach, I'm sure you're listening, Zach. I don't know if you're still into it. He's our listener. He does not follow us on Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to need you to fly us in. Cause... <laughs> the tickets are a bit pricey. Yeah, and Zach, follow us on Instagram. We'll follow back. <laughs> uh, now you can go watch every bad 
movie of the week I was in. And uh, please don't do that. Is this your first time here? No. Uh, so we go every holiday um, back and forth between Maya and, and Pearl. We had this conversation drunkenly in the jacuzzi, and it's all coming back to me right now. I may have been drunkenly in the, in the jacuzzi, in the coochie-coochie, but yeah, so we do. We, we try to get the best of both worlds. Do you keep your own lives semi-secret? No, not really. So you're, you're out in the community? In the community, and then in our, our vanilla lives, I know a majority, I'd say almost all of my friends know. Um, my parents were nudists, and I assume that they had a similar lifestyle now that I'm in it. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any point where you were hiding it in some way? Uh, yes, obviously because of, of children and you want to protect them. And, and uh, we own a business and then having, you know, sharing your political values or your sexual orientation in owning a business can be a little frightening and daunting that, you know, people will not come and visit you or use your services if they don't agree with your Yeah, because it's not mentality. that you're ashamed of it. It's just that you don't want to be judged by it by more narrow-minded people, right. right? It's sort of... Correct. It makes you vulnerable. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, advice-wise for people that, you know, know that we have a lifestyle that might not necessarily have the same mentality of group sex or whatever kink we're into and they're like wow that's very liberating freeing I wish I could do something like that mm -hmm. well you can't you know if you have the ability to talk with your partner and to communicate your feelings if, if you don't have that ability in your relationship to communicate you're in trouble already how much do you appreciate other people's secrets greatly <laughs> and you keep them with the best in confidence I think it's important because not everyone because of their where they're at in life can be open about their sexuality or what they're into or their lifestyle because of how it will affect them in their day-to-day -day life. Now, the secret is important. It's very important that when we have someone um, that we've had a relationship with that actually provided us services at work, well, we know what we've done together outside of work, but to have their boss know what we're doing probably would end his career. Right, you don't want to, we don't right, want to impose want to that on anybody in a negative way. So, yeah. you know, lips are sealed, throw away the key, and we expect the same in return. All right, thank you guys so much for talking to us. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, have fun while you're here. And thank we you. can't wait to see you again. Cheers. Yay. Thank you so much. I'm just saying that you have evolved into a man. <laughs> Thank you. That's the goal. We are finally here. Why? Because it's freedom. Well, it is. It is It is freedom for us. I don't need to bring any part of dating mm. and, and seeing if we're compatible on a, on a level that goes past friendship. But what we have evolved into is, yeah, we don't really need that. We can be friends with you and not have sex with you. Or we could know you for 10 seconds <laughs> and lay down and just start fooling around. Yeah, it is a little scary. It takes confidence. It takes a little knowing that your relationship is strong with your partner. But it's fucking fun. Yeah, it's a lot of it's fun. It's a lot of fun to be able to go, nice meeting you. <laughs> It really is. Well, it's freeing. It is. Some people are like, I want to get to know you. I want to really be friends with you. I want to start. I want to be able to click with you, which I get. I've been through it. And that's not wrong for anybody, especially if you're just starting and that's what you want and that's what you want to do. I'm not bagging on it. I understand that. We did it. You we did it. You can't bag on it. No, I'm not. We, we lived through it. Yeah. We, we did it. 
Is it a case of bringing that will you still respect me in the morning attitude into the swinger lifestyle? Is it religion that they feel like they have to have some sort of connection because there's a guilt involved? So having dinner with someone is going to alleviate the guilt well, I did have dinner with them, so it's okay if, if I'm sexual with them. Or uh, we do have some things in common. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I find it justifiable to have sexual relations. Or you're just getting to the point where you're appreciating sex for enjoyment. Just for enjoyment. Right. That's what I'm saying. If you were to think about it like being in the disco, right? And you're like, I'm going to go out there and dance. Come dance with me, fun person. Well, I never dance, so. Right. Which is why I'm asking other people. Do I need to know much about you to want to dance and have a good time? No. I don't. I personally don't. But that's because dancing is purely enjoyment. And I do agree with you in the fact that I think the sex is really complicated a lot with guilt. Yeah, I agree. Because and it's really hard to get to that just pure enjoyment level. Is it socially? Religious? DNA? Are you hardwired for it? Yeah. So it gets really, really complicated. So I don't know if this falls onto the woman's side, and I'm going to tell you why. Oh, right? here it goes. Well, here's why. Now, I'm not saying that everybody has used or has ever used a prostitute in their life. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't know where this is going, but okay. No place good, Lauren. <laughs> I guess. No place I good. love when prostitutes come up in conversation. But if I'm at a place where prostitutes are available and I have enough money in my pocket, I'm lining them up, uh -huh. sizing them up physically, uh -huh. and I'm going, that's the one I want to have sex with. I don't care what her hobbies are. I don't care how many dogs or cats she has, if she's a Republican or a Democrat. I <laughs> just want to stick my penis inside of her for a while, right? Sure. Women, I don't see a lot of women hiring prostitutes. So is there something more with women? So when, when, when you meet a couple and they're like, we like to get to know the couple and we really need to click and, and hit it off. Is that really just the woman talking? No, because everyone is taught that sex is inside of a marriage. A lot of guilt. That for a guy? For anybody. Let me paint a different scenario. I'm going to take the prostitution out of it. Okay. All right. You walk into a hotel. There's a priest and a rabbi? No, different hotel. <laughs> you go, all right, you're in a hotel. You're just a 25-year-old guy with an erection or a 35-year-old guy with an erection or a 45-year-old guy <laughs> with a semi-softer erection. <laughs> you know what? Just suspend belief beyond what you know. So you're in a hotel room and you're masturbating, okay? okay? You're furiously. You're in this room, by the way. You have... No children. You have no family. I mean, you have a family. It's not like you're an orphan. You don't have a wife and family. Okay. You're free of guilt right. is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You're, it's not like you have any questions that, that this is going to hurt anybody. And you're just going to town, right? You're going to town. Uh, 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 uh. For some reason, remember we're sp suspending? Reality. You turn around and there is the hottest chick in the world sitting on your bed. Uh -huh. And she's naked and wet and she's touching herself and she's just doing this with her finger like come here uh -huh. come here i'm already jerking off right. right now what am i thinking in this situation not does she have the same sense of humor as me <laughs> 
chances are in this universe, I'm going to go over there and have sex with her, right? But you, as a woman, you're in the hotel room. You are masturbating. Because <laughs> you brought toys, right? I did. And you're feverishly masturbating. You're on the bed. You're just sweating. I don't know if that's what you do when you <laughs> masturbate. But you're sweating. You're going at it so hard. I mean, you are about to climax. And you look over and into the chair because you got the room you upgraded with the sitting area. And in the chair is the hottest guy with the most perfect penis and body you have ever seen. And he looks at you and he says, can I enter you? You scream, who the fuck are you? And get how, out of my room. How did the fuck did you get in How my did room? you get in here? Yeah, there's a difference, right? Yeah. I think there's a difference. I don't think a guy is going to jump up immediately. Maybe he'll jump up and go, who are you? <laughs> I don't think he would. I, w I was able in college to have sex for fun. And I, I think that a lot of people in college are able to do that. Um, there's If there's any courting, period, it doesn't no. count. I mean, it would be like whether I was friends with them. And nope. I courting. Doesn't count. That's courting. Any courting. Okay. So friends with benefits doesn't count. Nope. Courting. Oh. I'm just going to scream out courting. <laughs> this is why cruising is used a lot in the gay community, uh. right? Because in the gay community, you cruise. You are in, where do they go? They go in the woods. Please don't say they. <laughs> the gays? Is that better? No. Gay men tend to go to, uh, I don't know, parks, restrooms like George Michael, mm. right? Locker rooms, steam rooms. Huge. Right? And they cruise. What is cruising? It's just looking for something hot that you want to have sex with. Right. For pleasure. Right. Done. Done. They don't ask any questions. They don't exchange names. They don't tell jokes. They don't court in any way, shape, or form. Right. Less than Grinder, less than Tinder. Even Tinder counts as courting. So do you see many women cruising in state parks? <laughs> no. We used to go to nude beaches. Uh, what are nude beaches? Filled with gay men from left side to the right side. In this particular beach, mostly the left side. <laughs> but what would they do? They'd walk up and down the beach waiting for a peacock to spread his feathers, if you will, and then go over there and uh, suck on his feathers. <laughs> it was that easy. When is the last time, whether it was in a state park, a nude beach, a locker room, or any of those places, have you ever seen a woman cruising for sex? Not, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Okay. So a man will fuck a, a stripper in the back room. Mm -hmm. A man will use a prostitute. A man will do most things without courting to a woman. A gay man, some gay men, just men is really the operative word, will have anonymous sex. So now you're telling me that when you're in a relationship, that same man now needs to know the backstory, political views, and hobbies of this human being because they are now in the lifestyle. Or is he doing it because it makes the woman feel more comfortable? I understand the argument. My point is... I think that both man and woman, once they're inside of a marriage, are layered with that guilt and association of this is a marriage, this is my commitment to one person. So they're trying to, if you're going to open your sexuality and stuff to other people, you need to tread lightly and know that you're not doing it in 
a bad light, like cheating. Which scenario is more common or more likely? Married couple, man cheats on his wife with a, I'm just going to use prostitute or a stripper because they sort of are available in a sexual way without courting. Mm -hmm. Or a wife cheats on her husband with a stripper or a prostitute. No, a woman would cheat on her husband with a co-worker. Who she courted. Ooh. Or there was courting involved. I'm just saying that I am hardwired to be able to have anonymous sex. Uh-huh. I'm saying that there is something inside the female genes. In my genes? I don't know. In your genes. In your DNA. In your MDMA. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I think there's something that needs a connection, and I think men go along with that. I'd be curious if there are some couples out there who sort of feel that way, who I know deep down inside there are some women out there who are like, yeah, I'd be into that. I'd be into as long as it was safe, you know, like with a condom or whatever, but I'd be into that. I'd be into just rolling into a situation with a with a cool couple and lying down and, and going for it and then saying goodnight. Yeah. Getting back with my with my husband or my boyfriend and just, just going back to our regular lives. I know there are women out there who would think that's hot, but I don't know if they're fighting their own DNA. That's how I feel. Well, how long ago were the Romans orgies? Recent enough. Let's pretend it was 500 uh, AD. That's not that long for it to be Well, free. I know. I mean, so I, I feel like it's social pressure. No, 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 no. It was only... 2,900 years ago, that's not really that long of a time for us to to evolve our DNA. So I'm saying it's very tangible that our DNA is the same as it was during Roman times. It was. Freely. Well, it was. Our, our, DNA, our DNA hasn't changed since the Roman era. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I think I'm already lost in my own head. I was just saying, I feel like it's more social pressure-y for women to feel is like it? it's right. Is it? Or is it in their DNA? Well, if the Romans could do it, then I think we should be able to do it too. You have to stop talking about the Romans. They have nothing to do with this. But they had orgies freely. Way past your Roman orgies. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is, is in our evolution, is there something is sort of hardwired to spread his seed as far and wide as he possibly can. Uh-huh. A man's job is to have sex with as many women as he can <laughs> and spread his seed. No, this is true. Do you know why the head of our penis is shaped the way it is? So we can't run away from you, so it sticks in there? No, but that does happen to dogs. The mushroom head is designed the way it's designed to take other semen out that is not mine. Oh, my God. Yeah, because it is is to spread seed. (laughs) (laughs) You had to get it in there one more time. (sighs) Sometimes I see people and I wish I could say... May I spread my seed on you? <laughs> and I think it's on you. But anyway, we want to spread our seed far and wide, right? Mm-hmm. Women want to have seed implanted in them. That's your desire, is to, to get it in you. Uh-huh. Okay? It is more important for you to create a bond, as, as important as it is for me to go out and roam the wild lands with my uh, my my fur skirt that I'm in, fake fur. Right. Uh, a fur-like. A fur-like skirt. So nice of you. No, I care. Even back then, I was conscious about animal cruelty. Mm-hmm. It is my job to go out there and, and hunt in my fur skirt for seed spreading. <laughs> I can't say seed anymore. 
It is your job because you are not you are not going to roam the land Too by tired. yourself. No, you're yeah, tired. you're tired. You're doing shit. Listen, I've been making, busy. I've been making food. You've for been like making thirty years. You've been making faux first skirts <laughs> for me all day long. What is your job? You want to to have? I want to have the best mate. The one that's going to succeed the most. You want him to come back. What? You want him to come back. Whenever you find a suitor. Now, in 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 the days of yore, uh-huh. which is, you know, two million years ago, in those days, it's not important that you have one. It's not monogamous. It's You're not saying that I want you to come back. It may mean I want all eight of you to come back. Oh. So there, that is your drive to make sure they come back and do it to you again, preferably every nine months. Is it, are you hardwired? Are women hardwired to create a bond, to have the sexual partners? And is that something that we're constantly fighting against? Because it is in our DNA against the man's actual version, which is don't care. Just let's just get down and do it because I'll say it again. I need to spread my seed as far and as wide as possible. Or maybe you can just evolve into a man like I did. So it's like how much in common do you actually need for the sexual part? How much in common do you really need? Do you need to have the same aged kids, the same amount of pets, the same job, the same interests and social? I think that's all crap. For me, I'm not saying that's wrong and I understand because we've been there too. However, I will say this. I know that there are couples out there who do think like us. Yeah. I think there are couples out there that it does turn them on to be able to say, wanna? All right. And just do it. So if you're any of those couples, I would say get in touch with us. But if you do, then that's courting and we'll never fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, touche. All right. So we are here with, what room are you in? Room 41. Room 41. And over your shoulder, there is a man getting blown. So I'm not looking (laughs) above you, but if I do get distracted, it's because of that. Is it hot? Can I, can I check it out or? I think I'm turning him on. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's my voice. I don't think it's yours. (laughs) Have you two ever had sexual relations with someone that you didn't know their first name? Yes. Yes. So how far do you go to get to know somebody? I think that depends on the situation and the comfortableness of the environment. What about how drunk you are? I think the libido is much more increased once I've been drinking a few. (laughs) So do you find that the missus here needs to know more about a person than, say, you do? No, I think we're about the same on that. When I was younger, I used to have that mentality, but the longer we've been in the lifestyle, it's more the friendships for us versus the straight hooking up. What if it was someone who was really, 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 really super attractive and really, really willing, (laughs) and you didn't really like their personality would you still stick it in her probably not what if she's kneeling over (laughs) looking over her shoulder and saying enter me from behind and i I don't even want to talk to you Uh, i have to think on that one all right you think you get (laughs) back to me i think i think he would have to have her iq at least the size of her bra okay that's that's fair that's hot that's too high but it still has to exist 
All right. So what have we learned? We told who we are. We did. We gave our origin story. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, me too. But I think we should still get capes. Oh, I have an idea because this will go with my ass thing. If I had a cape, but it wasn't a cape, it was more like an apron. This is what I'm thinking, the backwards apron. So it was just a cape for the lower part of my body. <laughs> just to hide the Yeah, the penis stuff. out, but hidden. I, it's definitely something new. Look for it on Amazon. <laughs> um, we've also learned that you can now go to my IMDB page. I learned that if you don't want people to tell your secrets, then either don't tell people your secrets. True. Or don't have secrets. This is sounds like something my mom would have told me. <laughs> I'm sure she would have. That secretive bitch. <laughs> Uh, anonymity and the lifestyle go hand in hand. You know, the difference for me actually is if, if I get to know somebody, then I have to like them. And if I don't get to know them, I don't have to like them. As far as anonymous sex, anyway, as far as that goes, mm-hmm. there's no gambling if I don't know who they are. But as soon as they speak, then I know who they are. And I have to start saying, do I like this person or not? And then it's a genuine reaction after that. Whether I do click with them or don't click with them, they cease from existing as just a warm body. Well, no, but you're a caring person. And so you are take responsibility in caring for their feelings, whether you, if you want to like them as a friend, then you don't want to have sex with them anymore instead of just being a completely blank slate. Yeah, I don't, I definitely don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Also, thank you for the people who wrote in all the awesome reviews to i i i iMusic to i iTunes. Oh my god, you just turned like a ninety. No, I'm like seventy years old. Yeah, you should see my ass. Oh, stop it. So, uh, yeah. So, thanks to all the people who wrote the reviews on iTunes. Uh, we're going to be getting in touch with you really soon, uh, and we hope that works out. I'm sure it'll be a disaster. All right. So, check out our affiliate if you get a chance and you want a book at Desire. Gives us some money. Gives us some income. Really helps us out. All of that is on our website always come find us on instagram i'm always posting new stuff message me if you want i love getting back to everybody follow us on twitter tweet tweet thanks for sticking by us guys and supporting us and for listening and that about does it for us for more information photos or to contact us go to room 77 podcast.com thanks for stopping by room 77 we had a blast now get your clothes and get out